Borida, good morning. It's lovely to have you with us as we record our online Harvest Festival here at St. David's in Lachet. This morning, Roddy will be reading from the Bible for us, Barbara will be leading us in our prayers, and Andrew will be helping us to understand those scripture readings a little better. And I hope that as you journey with us, you'll see Jesus more clearly, follow him more nearly, and love him more dearly. So let's worship together. from the Old Testament prophet Joel, chapter 2, 
verses 21 to 27. Do not be afraid, land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains as before. The threshing floors will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locust, the other locusts and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full and you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. The reading this morning comes from Matthew, chapter 6, verse 25 to 33. Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much home, valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet, I tell you that not even Solomon in holy splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of his own. These are the words of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
O God, help us to listen to your word with understanding, to receive it with faith, and to obey it with courage. For Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Harvest is a popular festival. It's not that old as a fixture in the Anglican church year, but the idea of a harvest festival is no novelty and much older. You may have noticed the prophet Joel reassuring people of crops and food after a disastrous plague of locusts, encouraging them to give thanks to God. And you may recognise this banner from St Catherine's. I'm hoping the miracles of technology will enable you to see it. The words, all things come of thee, and of thine own do we give thee. They come from the first book of Chronicles, part of chapter 29, but they may be more familiar to you as a sentence and response from the old communion service. Another banner, workers together for God, might seem odd at harvest, but it does remind us that if we're going to celebrate creation, we celebrate science and technology as well as agriculture. God's creation extends to astronomy, quantum physics, technology, just as much as agriculture, forestry, and vegetable marrows. But it might be good to dig a little bit deeper in yet a third banner. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Now I admit, I did have to look up where it came from. I had a sort of idea but they're actually the last words of the book of Psalms. Psalm 150, verse 6. And they encourage us to praise God, something that's very much what harvest is about. And praising God actually helps us. Why, you may say? Well, it's not that God is a miserable old soul and he needs a bit of bolstering up. It's not that God is insecure. No, but there are several reasons why praising God helps us. First of all, it helps us to recognize the source of our blessings. If you thank God for something, you're recognizing where it comes from. You're recognizing that God is a giver of good things. And that's very important. Secondly, it helps us to know the character of God. There are people who think that God is a mischievous, troublemaking, unpredictable sort of spirit. But that is very much not the Christian God. As we praise God for his creation, we learn more about a God who is consistent, caring, who keeps his promises, who teaches us to do the same sort of thing. And yes, thirdly, praise helps us to be both thankful and content. Who would you rather meet? 
Somebody who is whining yet again about how things are unfair and how they're having a hard time and how everybody else is doing much better and how they really, really, really want what other people have got. Or somebody who's learned to say, this is really good, I'm grateful for it, and I'm content with what God has given me and the work he's got for me. Might be useful to think about how children learn from nature. I'm thinking of smaller children, but, um, well, I'm not sure that we grow out of this. Children often look at the natural world and learn about cause and effect. The sun gives us daylight, time to be up and about, and then sets, time for rest. And then nature teaches us about life and death. How many children have learnt from the shorter lifespan of a pet, the care needed to look after one, and the inevitable time when old age gives way to death and loss, and dealing with that, and accepting that that is part of life and creation at least fallen creation. Then again, for people like me, there's a lot to learn about patience. Who hasn't planted a seed with a small child, only for the child to say the next day, is it a tree yet? And of course it's not. We have to learn about the right time to do things, about planting in the spring and harvesting in the autumn, and creation teaches us, and we thank God for lessons which extend far beyond gardening. So it's not only children who learn from the Creator. Many of us come to understand what needs our attention, if only by getting wet when we didn't listen to the weather forecast. Praise remains important. It's a major part of our diet of prayer and worship. And as we learn more of God, we find more reasons to praise. And if some of us are a bit frustrated about still not being able to sing, that may make us remember and look for other forms of praise. There are praise in words, there may be praise in action too. But that brings me to my second point, possibly even more important. As praise helps us see more of God, it also shows us the gap. Mind the gap, says the London Underground. God is good, patient, reliable, truthful. I'm not. Oh, not totally not, but not consistently. And the more I praise God, the more I have to come to terms with me. And so praise helps us to repentance. The Sermon on the Mount, we've just read, tells us not to worry about wealth or image but to concentrate on the kingdom of God. When Jesus 
began his ministry, it was with good news. But it was not, God is great, come and join the fan club. What he actually said, as Mark records it in the first chapter of his gospel, was, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Repenting, not a word we use a lot now, perhaps we ought to. It's about changing our lives, what we do and how we do it. It can cover all sorts of things that we recognise are not as they should be. Let me choose just one as an example. This year, one of the things of which we need to repent is in sharp focus as we think of the climate emergency and as in just exactly a month a very important international conference is held in Glasgow. As we celebrate the Creator with praise, we recognise waste, inequality, pollution, critical and continuing damage to our world and the created systems which keep that world running. Now I could expand on each of those, but that's the bad news and we want to be positive. Ask me if you really want to know. It's true that even a few years ago, we didn't know, for example, that the coal for which South Wales was famous, good high quality coal, was exported around the world. But what we didn't know was that it would add to global warming, a dangerous situation, so that now the remaining supplies of coal and oil need to be left in the ground as we find other sources of energy that don't damage the world God made. We didn't know, we do know now. And the fact is that now that we do know, taking no notice is as much a sin as gossip and theft. Repent. Yes, in a month we have this conference in Glasgow and we'll urge our politicians to do something practical and perhaps we'll sympathise with Greta Thunberg and say we need more than just words. But we need more than urging the politicians. It's the credibility of our faith that is at stake. And although there is less effect from the actions that you and I can take, they are a test of our faith. Individual repentances, like changing to a green energy supplier, choosing to fly less, planning a hybrid or electric car, buying fewer clothes, and recycling everything we possibly can. They're small steps. 
They won't in themselves save the world, but if we all did them, ah, that would be very different. And they are our action in repentance that makes our faith genuine and our praise possible. Our grandchildren won't be asking us, what did you do in the war? But they may very well ask us, when did you go green and how much? And for once, they might be echoing the angels. Praise God, there is still time to do something. Repent.
Shall we pray? We ask today to pray for the Church in Wales, especially the Brecon ministry area. We pray for the bishops who are in the process of electing a new bishop. We also pray for Adrian, our vicar, Reverend Andrew, Elizabeth, Glyn, Ben and their families. Father, help us to come to you and listen to your words of wisdom, love and encouragement as you guide us through our prayers today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today is our Harvest Festival. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 38, Jesus refers to God as being the Lord of the harvest. So at this special time, we thank you, Lord, as you will indeed always give us what is good. With you, we have sown fields of wheat and barley, oil seed, maize, planted vineyards, and gathered a fruitful harvest. Father, we give you thanks for the seeds you have sown in us of love, understanding, and patience. In previous years, the church would have been adorned with the flowers of the fields, vegetables from the earth, and all the fruit of the trees. Windowsills would be a blaze of colour from the most beautiful flowers. A loaf of plaited bread at the foot of the altar to remind us of Jesus, who is the bread of life. But because of the pandemic, it's not been possible to achieve this, but we can imagine it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we bring to you the people of Afghanistan, where civil war could be imminent. They have seen and are enduring so much pain and suffering. We pray that you will sow a seed of love and hope in their lives and make it grow. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the safety of the Spanish who live on the Canary Islands as the fires there are totally out of control and this has caused 9,000 people to be evacuated. Loving God, comfort them who've lost family and friends and all they have worked for and fill them with your love and strength when they're able to return home. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our country, Lord, needs your love and guidance. We still have 38,000 people a day testing positive for COVID-19. Although we are grateful that a lot of the restrictions of the past have been lifted, please keep us mindful of the dangers of being reckless. Help us to be responsible for ourselves and other people. We know that you will be watching over us. We never know what we're going to wake up to tomorrow, but you know, Lord, you are the same today as you will be tomorrow and for all time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our loving Father, have mercy on those who've lost loved ones. Please send the Holy Spirit to bless them. Lord, let them know that they are safe and at peace with you in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We welcome back the members of our congregation. Father, thank you that we're able to gather together again. But Lord, we need to spend more time with you, to listen to your words, and to be sent out into the world feeling refreshed and strengthened with your love and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for ourselves, that we will always feel your presence with us, guiding us to the path that leads to you. Though we can be distracted, Lord, 
Allow us to hear your call and follow you always. Our loving Father, we are so thankful that you are a God who loves us, who forgives our sins, who listens to our problems with gentleness and love. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us once again this week. I hope that you've been blessed and as a new week begins, please do remember that we're here to offer any support that you might need. We'd love to hear from you. If there's anything we can do for you, please do get in touch with us. But now as a new week begins, let me pray for God's blessing on us. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Tang never do with Huns in the cloud, poor dear. I gadoi, Caloner, Mavalian, with Bodeth, a Haria do. I vabias he greets ten hargluth. A bendith do, Hotelthiog, a tad, a ma, but a sprit glan. Avonich pleath, a cadrigo gadachim wastad. 
Amen.